0: This is your Drive Time News Blast, 30 minutes jam-packed with up-to-the-minute news from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice every weekday. This is Monica Perez.
1: And I'm Brad Binkley.
0: Today's top story, believe it or not, is not the impeachment, probably because this was a weekend. It's Monday. It's this escalating violence in Hong Kong, and I've got to tell you that... a few things have reminded me of your sadly prescient words, Binkley. One is these protests, there are protests everywhere. I mean, I think I've read about Iran, Iraq, Argentina, Chile, Ecuador, I guess. I don't know. We're not getting much. Or Bolivia. Always be- Venezuela was an old one. You just hear about this stuff. There, It's spreading like wildfire.
1: Yeah, I noticed that in the news as well. And— They talked a lot about child soldiers in an article I read recently at Foreign Policy, and they talked about the crisis of child soldiers emerging around the world because children are cheap labor, essentially. But it was spoken about from a perspective of the West as though we don't engage in that, as though it hasn't spread over here. Wow. It has. It's just a different form of it. What they call child soldiers in – places that are engaged in hot war when you're in kind of a cold or lukewarm war they're called child activist
0: that you are so right about that this thing that's happening in hong kong right now the breaking news or the news from this weekend is that these people are holed up in hong kong polytech university in kowloon and the article i I read two articles this morning in the wall street journal about it one of them, I really have to highlight to you, it's the secondary article. It wasn't the one on the front page, but it talks about how young these kids are. They're not even at the university. So what are they doing there? They're, and then I yeah. I just ha- have to give you the details. Yeah, we things. know. Hit me with it. So they're occupying this this building. They. It reminds me of, like, Occupy Wall Street or that Evergreen University thing in Oregon, I think it was, that I told you that I just could not stop watching the YouTube videos. They just—I just kept watching them. Byron sent them to me. Now, that was a function of, like, brainwashing these kids into doing this activism, whereas Occupy, there were people who didn't even speak English who were paid to be there. So these are different ways. You and I— Have had come at this from different angles. Like, how do you get people? How do you manipulate people into doing it? But this bears that, that the smacks of that, of elements of those two things and others, including you, you mentioned that this was going to be an example to the rest of the world of how it's done. And I remember with Ukraine, my Don, I, I remember Dean tweeted at us the flyer that showed like how to dress to stay anonymous what to how to how to be that protester how to spread the word and as i look at so so that you know i always looked for that flyer and i could never find it again here i am reading the wall street journal reading you know battle intensifies in city and things are ablaze i read that and next to it on a8 or whatever hong kong campus protesters held primitive arsenal So I went through this article, and I underlined every phrase that provided instructions for how to embark on a violent protest like this. So also recall, and it reminds me a lot of the stuff that happened in Ukraine, these atrocities, building burned down, people were murdered inside, total false flag stuff. And it's in this case, and probably in all the cases, the protesters are the ones using the fire, And that's what's happening here, like fires are keeping cops from coming in, but those people inside could easily die, and they just don't, you know, when you're dealing with 17-year-olds, I'm not sure they have a sense. That's why they make great soldiers, is that they don't really have that sense of personal mortality.
1: And a lot of them aren't even 17 years old. I don't know specifically who is inside the university, but I do know that. Those protests, along with the ones over here for climate change stuff, have routinely used children to form lines, like hold hands and form chains around buildings and stuff.
0: And the gun protests after Parkland. Yeah. I mean, my kids in middle school. Yeah, we're gone. I'd like to read you a few of these passages of 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 how, how this is done, like the level of specificity. It says uh, it's they stockpiled bricks and thousands of Molotov cocktails in boxes under the shade of umbrellas. They stole javelins from the, from the sports department.
1: Javelins the again, that word. Javelins,
0: I know. I noticed that. They said that a couple of times. They used thick bamboo poles and zip ties for framing and then put a catapult for launching bricks and, and a large slingshot capable of sending a flaming Molotov well over 50 yards. Uh, it says they practiced their Molotov cocktail throwing, hurling plastic waters for distance. And it says that the plans for the devices were shared in an anonymous messaging group. That's what the Wall Street Journal is saying. They have that stuff locked up over there. I don't know how that's getting around. But listen to what the Wall Street Journal is printing. It says protesters squatted filling plastic bottles with accelerant and flour. They plugged them up with cloth wicks and secured them with zip ties. This is what's in the Wall Street Journal.
1: Yeah, there's your I mean the Wall meeting. Street
0: Journal is spreading this stuff. They built barricades out of the husk of a burned-out uh, van plus a golf cart. Uh, the youth walked by with a pair of spike strips made from nailing ha- uh, nam- nails hammered through wood planks. The girl, a woman, uh, sharpened a hatchet by grinding the blade on concrete. Siege supplies were offered, including. Water, saline solution, cooking oil, towels, eggs, blankets, tents, sleeping bags, flashlights, power strips, batteries, and other goods. And it goes on and on.
1: About laser pointers, does it mention them?
0: It, not yet, but tomorrow's episode probably will. Well,
1: late last week there was laser pointers being used in some of the protests. That they were taking down drones with them, the protesters Which
0: is what you said about the Alexa or something? Yeah, there was a
1: study about how you can hack into an Alexa with a laser pointer. They
0: probably printed that, how it works, because I was like, I would never know. You're like, don't, don't, you better watch those laser pointers coming off the shelves. I'm like, how the hell am I ever going to figure out how how it works? This thing in the Wall Street Journal, in my opinion, is absolutely, is Uh, reckless if not intentional
1: yeah i will say this although it's not being publicly advertised like the wall street journal is that you can find how to make a lot of those things in pretty specific detail on the cia's website in their manuals simple sabotage
0: exactly and then on youtube i can't i can't criticize a publicly elected official yeah but this stuff i'm sure you can find they make isis videos themselves
1: speaking of isis videos there is potentially a new ISIS video in the makings that will be featuring an alive Al Baghdadi.
0: Really? Is yeah. it a deep fake?
1: That's exactly what they're saying. It is is a deep fake. But I've been talking know. about. We've been talking. Oh, about... Oh, but you've
0: talked about how deep fakes. fakes Baghdadi was br- killed, but that he was killed like several times already, right? And yes. And then I found a mainstream media article that said the same thing. Remember. I was like, I don't know if I said it on the show, if I tweeted it. I said, "What well, it was this mainstream media article that said Baghdadi and wife and children, whatever, were Baghdadi's wife and child c- killed again, captured again a year and a half ago? There, it was just exa- I didn't, can't believe I didn't make connections. Exactly what you were saying too.
1: We've been talking about this for a little while now. How they have said distinctively that deepfakes are going to play a major role in causing havoc in the 2020 election which this article again reiterated and so they're going to be preparing us for that and that we're going to see some sort of incident. Now, let's say that there is a video of al-Baghdadi that emerges and somebody finds it and they go, "Oh my gosh, they're wrong again. al-Baghdadi's not dead again," just like, you know, the other articles. They're going to say, "Oh no, no. no. That's a deep fake." We have a video verica- verification expert and video verification technology that you don't have, so we know. And that's gonna I, be the new reality. It's it's gonna I, be something yeah. that's real that they say is a deep fake, or it's gonna be a deep fake that somebody says is real, and we're gonna have to rely solely on people like the guy who's uh, quoted in this article, the video verification expert. So I suggest getting into that field because they will be highly <laughs> sought after controllers of reality.
0: And this, I'm, I'm connecting a couple of dots now as you're speaking that a big problem with the Osama bin Laden narrative was that it was widely reported that he had died long ago. He had Marfan syndrome. He had kidney failure. Nobody really thought he was still alive, and a lot of people thought that the reason he was chosen for this particular role at this particular time, having been a CIA operative and a member of the a very powerful, internationally respected Saudi family, is that he was at, he was expected to die. He could be sacrificed so or would sacrifice himself. So when they actually killed him, they had all this nonsense. He fell into the water. And I think they said they did the same thing with al-Baghdadi, which I don't yeah. think is a Muslim thing to do. But they act like it is so that we just don't capture it. But, but the problem was that that Osama bin Laden stuff really created a problem for the official narrative. So if they can... They can reach back into time and change things around. I mean, they're like even the Edward Snowden, his origin story, all that stuff morphed. It changed over time. That's an essential element for the psyops is that they are able to be flexible. If they can have deepfakes, they can rewrite history. They can go back and say that like they can't necessarily say something that old is a deepfake, but they could obscure it. They could replace it with something. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. just seeing like yeah. this is all part of of not just like oh don't believe your eyes but they can they can they can go back a little ways and change things up if they need to
1: Yeah this is going to be the beginning of what I call the deep fake defense whenever any damning video of a high ranking political official or powerful person comes right. out they will forever be irrelevant because it will all be called a deep fake unless that person does something to fall out of favor of them and they'll say, Well, exactly. you don't have the knowledge or expertise. We have the video verification technology and expert analysis. And like here's a quote from the expert who was commenting on this. He said, They may want to try and fool the U.S., such as to try and deceive the intelligence community or sow doubt amongst the American public. The US Intel community Could have doubt and could be tricked if the video looks real because they don't have the video verification technology and they don't have conclusive evidence, physical evidence that proves the person in question was killed.
0: Wait, who doesn't?
1: This guy saying the intel community doesn't have that. Whatever that is. He's saying that the intel Who's community – this is a sorry. guy who is a video verification expert who Got has it. Okay. Sorry, worked sorry. with uh, Stanford and all those other organizations. Yeah. And he's saying the U.S. intel community, if a real video emerges or if yes. a video emerges and it looks real, might be tricked because they don't have the requisite technology to verify whether or not a deep fake is real or not. They don't have the advanced technology because it's gotten the so The intel good.
0: community. That's
1: what, yeah, that's what this person's saying. His argument is even the Intel community doesn't have he, he believes that there That's are That's
0: absolutely freaking preposterous. He
1: said in the article that he believes that there are already deep fakes amongst us that are indistinguishable from real videos that we cannot Now tell. is
0: that because the fake occurs at the pixel level?
1: You know I what I mean? I have like no idea. if it
0: if it goes I'm just saying like how else could you tell? I guess you could have a fingerprint or, or a stamp on the info, but if if every single down to the pixel was changed, you couldn't find like a signature of the prior image or of a natural image. You know like, what I mean? I have like no
1: idea. Image. He didn't. He didn't image. talk about the specifics of. Uh...
0: I'm just. I'm just trying to think through how you couldn't there deep fakes that you actually could not distinguish and i think from a visual point of view if you could change it down to the level of the of the smallest unit which yeah. is the pixel yeah. it would work like you could actually have something indistinguishable but then i i have no idea how footprints are left or i think that stuff can be faked
1: yeah uh- you know, I think like an IP
0: address, right, can be yeah. faked. So whatever that info, like you tell me about, like you can just look at the info on the picture to see where it came from or whatever. Can that be faked?
1: Well, he says it's Untraceably that, faked. I don't know. He says that the tech to create these fake videos continue to get better, easier, and cheaper, and that different groups are going to be using them to create propaganda and that it's right. going to wreck havoc because really? there are unrecognizable videos already out there.
0: Okay, so— it doesn't really matter whether the he's just giving cover. Right,
1: we don't get intel to determine community. whether it's, it's right. uh, They do, but the
0: intel he's giving cover for the intel community to not be able to just tell us right or wrong, because yeah, otherwise you would true. just say to your own government, like, can you just please put a blue check mark next to the stuff that's real? And they're going to come back and say we can't tell unless you know, we they can't can. Do that. Of course be they sometimes can.
1: they'll say they can and they'll be able to say, well, if we don't want one to fall one way or another, we'll say we just can't tell. So yeah, if they yeah. want to leave I feel like he's
0: them. setting it up
1: for dialectic.
0: Yeah. For ambiguity. Yeah. 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 So, well, that's very interesting. I um, I think there's another kind of dialectic emerging. Did you hear Obama warned the Democrats not to go too far to the left? So, I feel like this is what Elon Omar put out a tweet that was really triggering. So, if you go and look at all the answers to her, which will be curated to your own tweets, so you look at her answers and your own tweets, responses to her will come up first. Yeah. So, her thing came across my feed. So, I just immediately retweeted it. Her thing said it was like a little bunny holding a sign that said, Housing is a human right. So I just quickly retweeted with comment, nothing can be a right that requires somebody else to provide it. That's just, it's like a tautology, what I said. Like, it's just that by definition, you can't have a right that you, whatever. They have to be given first. A right is something that can't be taken away from you. Yeah. So people loved it. I've gotten a lot of likes and retweets, and then I saw... So I clicked through to see, like, how people were reacting to her because it was so, like, engaging. And there were just jillions of of comments on her tweet of, like, you're an idiot or telling real economic points, you know, people saying things that were valuable. And I just thought this was a galvanizing... This was a polarizing thing for her to say. It got a lot of people... It's just—why would you even say that housing is a human right? Like, that was a funny—it just looks like she was baiting. And that reminded me of the Tea Party. The Tea Party galvanized Republicans, but it also divided them. So you you could use that—if they're trying to actually get the Democrats to lose on purpose this time, you can get them all really excited and look like it's really happening— but divided up by like people who are super socialist, and now like Obama, the leader of the left, or I guess the right, the middle, the center. But the thing is that with the Tea Party, like you didn't actually, you got people swept into office like Christie and Rubio and and Sarah Palin rose to fame, but those people didn't come through for the Tea Party. They just became neocons. They just became hard right conservatives in a kind of neoconservative way. So it doesn't, even even galvanizing a radical subgroup isn't necessarily gonna they're not really gonna get the power, but they might lose your power. I guess that's the argument against the against the third party yeah, but i I really wanted to I really wanted to read a tweet that uh nacho slave said uh in response to this, and then we can move on. He said. Love him or hate him. Alex Jones was right when he started talking about a prison planet. A right to housing means that you get your own cell and the homeless crisis is fomented to institutionalize those folks and eventually everyone. It is a right to live without a house. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Yeah. And then he sent me like a video that just blew my mind about a guy who just would not accept the authority of the court. And, uh. Anyway, I highly recommend people go to right now at my Check out that show, feed, that and Twitter check feed. Check that out. Check out the, the – I retweeted this video that Nacho Slave sent me about this guy who just was like a sovereign citizen who walked out of the courtroom and he got away with it. Yeah. It was, I got tears in my eyes.
1: I will say this not to go too far off topic. Yep. Yeah. Prison Planet, another interpretation of that is the – it's either the reptilians or we'll say I think it's the reptilians that are imprisoned on earth in the intergalactic battles among aliens and the what's it the what's the belt the radiation belt
0: oh the van yeah, van the, allen
1: the van allen belt is in this theory is the prison it's the bars that prevents this wow! intergalactic being from wow! the planet they've been imprisoned on this prison planet to which they then gene edited Monkeys and made humans. That's a theory. Oh, that's not promoting a theory. I'm just forbidden
0: history, right? Yeah,
1: some forbidden history theories. Interesting. I
0: didn't know that was part of it, but yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Definitely fascinating to think about. I love the tweet.
1: (laughs) Speaking of tweets, impeachment. Trump tweeted
0: (laughs) during the hearings on
1: Friday, and he was attacking. You're being attacked in real time. Tell us how much of a victim you are right now. Is what Adam Schiff essentially did. And when you look at Trump's tweets, what I see is – obviously it's a dialectic. It's a PR thing. They're, they're, they're taking everybody's attention to this. Both sides are. They're taking it to this and away from everything else. But the left brags all the time about how they fact-check Trump in real time using Twitter. How is this any different? They say we're fact-checking Trump's speech real time on Twitter – and they're, they're giving fact checks on Twitter. Trump is was doing the same thing.
0: Oh, yes, yes.
1: And they're saying yeah. that he's attacking her. Never does a question come up about, well. Oh, my
0: gosh. And the way they do it to him is that filthy liar from the evil darkness of his heart said something in order to take over the earth and kill everybody, you know? And that's how they fact-check him. It's never like, oh, mistake, Mr. President. It's just another vile, repulsive, serpentine comment from the fork tongue leader of the so-called free world. Yeah, and the comments that he made are not
1: even— any accusation against any of these people. Biden, any of them. It's just no no, we don't even address that absurd conspiracy theory. How do you feel being attacked right now? Is this going to affect other whistleblowers from coming forward? It's very intimidating.
0: I have to just give a shout out to always refute, never dismiss. Yeah. A a hashtag that I would like to create and encourage. Don't don't just dismiss this stuff. I mean this stuff on Ukraine. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It is bubbling up. I mean, kudos to Glenn Beck. Other people have brought out a tremendous amount of stuff on what really went on there. People are picking up the thread on the anti-corruption thing. I'm reading this book, this Western media, Western mainstream media and the Ukraine crisis, a study in conflict propaganda. The stuff that it's saying in here, Kolomoisky, Uh, Kolomoisky, I was thinking he was his own man i mean he is squarely it says um not only was the role of fascists in instigating the coup routinely overlooked yeah when victoria newland calls for tani book that guy i mean i knew he was a nazi but like she said we want klitsch and tani book on the outside klitsch is the mayor of kiev the brother of the wrestler uh boxer and Tani Book, Oleg Tani Book, is uh, the head of Sloboda or the right sector. One of the... Uh, they're freaking Nazis. Nazis. Yeah. I mean, Nazis. So, not like Trump is a Nazi. Like, they're Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> so, this guy, it says... it's They always leave that out, how they are in league with Newland and those guys. And uh, it says... The role of oligarchs is also overlooked. Some of them, paradoxically, are Jewish. Uh, these guys exploit the conditions of chaos. They helped finance the most generous supporter of right wing militia, was multi billionaire Ior Benya whose immediate reward for the coup regime from the coup regime was the governorship of the Russian speaking c- c- city of Dniprop. Petrovsky. I'm pretty good at the game, Actually, <laughs> with that one, it's just like got no vowels in it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Those know are what to twisters. do with that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying like he, I didn't expect him. This is the guy who I think is the real uh, mastermind behind the whole Burisma Privat Bank scam thing and Zelensky and all that. And the What's more I read name about again? him. Kolomoisky. Oh,
1: Kolomoisky, yeah.
0: Yeah, the more I read about him, the less I think that he's a flopper or can be bought or is above it he's working for us and then therefore i assume zelensky is too i think i mean i think but then france germany russia and ukraine all sat down to iron out a peace zelensky was a part of that like i just i'm a little i think i might we might have to keep watching this thing unfold
1: i think so too and especially when when you bring up this information in the mainstream, you're called a conspiracy theorist, and there's no questioning the Bidens. And according to Chris Cuomo, they did their wrap-up of the impeachment inquiry with this really overdramatic music this weekend and just, oh, impeachment 2020, president in crisis. And basically his overall takeaway is that all roads lead back to Russia.
0: This – you know what's crazy about it though? Yeah, we're going to warrant stuff. This – the scandal. It, it, I'm. This might be the like you know how they say the big lie. I don't know if it it was like a Hitler thing or what, but it had something to do with Hitler. There were a couple of things. He about did the talk lie, about
1: but, it in his book, but others about, have too.
0: Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And there's a lot. There's other stuff in that phrase, but one thing that is tried and true is that the the adage, if the lie is big enough, people just won't even question it. People think that about 9-11. Yeah, They're okay. like, but Why how would they get away with about it?
1: That. Yeah, how would They, they get only away, get man.
0: away with it because it's so big that you couldn't think they could get away with it. Like, right. your answer is, how could they get away with it? And yeah. the, and you know what I mean? So, like, the answer to that is because it's impossible to believe they could get away with it, they don't even have to – they can just – it's hidden in yeah. plain sight. But that that's the thing with this. Like, this is an insane – scandal of vice and corruption and bribery and and just exposes this international cabal i mean kerry biden soros newland you know like the Ki moon like these people are all complicit in not only the coup but in the rape and pillage to follow i mean i can't believe that this is a trump scandal I can't believe it. It makes me think Trump's call was scripted for him or by him to to allow this thing to pivot away. So I, I can't even at this point, I can't even say that they're not all in on this diversion because it's so clear you could just pull away the veil.
1: Yeah. Unless there was some twist of fate that the emergence of the Biden stuff comes out and there was some actual real justice that got served. But until that happens, I won't believe that it happens.
0: Well, I'm with you, and there is one other thing that is truly – this is diverting us from, if I may interject a different topic.
1: I still have two more things on impeachment. Go for it. Saturday Night Live was talking about the impeachment, and this goes back to the everything Biden says is okay and doesn't matter. Trump is guilty anyway. One of the weekend host guys, Michael Che, he said – and he was – I get that he was joking about it, but he was joking serious. He said – If it turns out that this president is totally 100% innocent and he still goes to prison, I don't care. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Wow. That's the feeling that they're – that kind of captures the feeling of the country, of the people who don't like Trump. That's
0: all this facts are facts, but truth is truth. It's all this idea that you can create a false narrative to prove a greater truth. I mean that's the very antithesis of justice, of foundational law, and any regular person who is not directly benefiting from whatever nonsense is going on at the very top, the millions of people who are activists in this are slitting their own throats because they will have no recourse to justice when their time comes. And as you have pointed out, their time will come at the hands of their own leadership.
1: Absolutely. Speaking of those activists, my final impeachment thing, there was a story about how when Maria Yanovich got up to leave her testimony the other day after the hearing that she got a rousing standing ovation from the crowd and everybody there. I don't think so. Okay, I went and watched the video. (laughs) And yes, there was a group of people in the gallows who stood up and clapped. A little bit after. But you know what these people were? They were the same group of people. We talked about Linda Sarsour and how she organized the Kavanaugh protest and sent people in there to say specific things and to get thrown out, giving them money, giving them resources to get out of jail. That's what these people were too if you look at the videos. An organized group of people who very – they start clapping and they start oh, shouting. Yeah. Everybody else was just getting up and leaving. So That's when none you, of this like stuff You see did. the
0: real tight camera angle that That's exactly shows. what it was.
1: And yeah, none really? of this stuff is real. It's all a show.
0: Yeah, who cares about her? And she's she's in on it. She's Blasey Ford, 2.0. So, but Blasey Ford, you couldn't debunk as document, you know, you couldn't document the debunking the way. Ivanovich, what that Lutsenko guy, the prosecutor who accuses her of this, was the guy Biden said was the solid dude he put in place. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he was already vetted by these people and the only besmirchment of his reputation is that he didn't pivot to their BS. So now he's been discredited, but he's only been discredited because he doesn't say what they you know what I mean. Yeah, but like, he's a
1: solid guy. Right. Like Sondland. He They've was discredited a solid him guy, already.
0: But right now did oh is there you new know, I saw a headline no, come he, by yeah. over Sondland, but can I uh Yeah go ahead. Can I change subjects a second? Uh, I I highlighted Earlier about the, you know, I talked about last week, the Project Guardian, Bill Barr, he came out, no, no p- press at all, just to reiterate that the most troublesome stuff in just his like one page press release was that if you apply for a gun license and you are turned down, that information will be centralized and you will be targeted ruthlessly to see if you made any misstatements on your application or any of that. You will be imprisoned if you do that. Then the subset of those people who are rejected, if they are found to have mental illness, they will be pursued even if they didn't lie, but they will be intervened, interfered with. They will be treated as criminals, and there will be no constitutional due process. And I have to say— just if you apply— this is this is the nuts thing about it. If you if there's a background check, and you're rejected, if you fail the background check, if you try to get a gun, and you are not approved for it, right? So how are you going to know if you're not going to be approved until you apply, right? Yeah. If you're not approved, you get on a list to be targeted.
1: That makes people not want to apply to get a gun.
0: Exactly. Is completely chilling. So then anybody who wants to own a gun has to be a criminal or you have to not own a gun, which makes you vulnerable. And then I have to say Jeff Sessions supported something like this a couple of years ago as attorney general. I mean, I I just, I'm so like weirdly cognitive dissonant when it comes to Jeff Sessions because (laughs) I think he's got a lot of integrity, but I think he's like a fascist. I don't
1: know. (laughs) He's a fascist with integrity
0: quite troubling but if you if you sick that dog on the right person like biden uh it would be a morally correct use of his somebody
1: needs to investigate biden
0: it's it's really crazy so anyway since then this was project guardian since then like the day it came out in the paper was the saugus high school shooting i talked about last week where the kid seems to be uh portrayed as a victim two other shootings got international press so i i I sign up to the Daily Mail, and it comes, so I get there. And, and the two shootings, this is what's nuts. It's like three more dead at Walmart shooting, All right? Do you know yeah. anything about this? I saw
1: the headlines. I haven't yeah. looked into the stories. Right,
0: so what do you what do you think happened? Just take a wild guess. Any narrative will do, just throw it at me.
1: A white nationalist with a manifesto got angry at the prices at Walmart and took it out on the people taking the shopping carts back.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that we really need to— Intervene in mental health because here's another headline. um Except for in this case, it was a, a domestic problem with two married people and someone they knew dead in the parking lot.
1: That's nowhere to be found in the little snippets that I yeah. saw on it.
0: Right. So there's whatever 13,000 homicides a year, right? Almost every single one of them is a handgun and people who know each other. Yeah. So if you start reporting that stuff, any time there's multiples dead at the as if it's this random we got to stop it and then so then there was another one over the weekend in california four dead six wounded Asians in a backyard football watching party what the heck
1: What's the story two of about them it? turns
0: out two of them turns out to be hmong singers which i don't even know what that is but it's some whatever popular thing among an asian community i can't even tell what community it is. But uh, I know people who live out there in that—not in that neighborhood, but other towns that are like all Chinese, like completely Chinese. So that the billboards and everything, McDonald's, whatever, completely Chinese. They have these. A lot of times, it's like young people or kids, or I don't know what the Chinese people. I guess they have property ownership issues over there. So, they'll buy property in the United States with like suitcases full of cash, really screws up the property values out there. And then their kids can come live in it or whatever, in like multi million dollar houses. And from what I've heard, like you can see people in the driveway with like big guns and stuff, like crazy fancy cars. They have these parties. I, my friend who lived out there' like she just moved to a different neighborhood because she thought it was like a super rich, awesome neighborhood. She was renting a house or a back house or something, and she was just like, I was freaked out by all the guns at these parties. So I wouldn't be surprised if this is what I would guess is a gangland party, and I'm not trying to generalize. i'm not I really am not even don't even know what to read into the things I just told you, but this is what I was told about what goes on out there before I ever read the story. So as soon as I saw it, I was like, What the heck like maybe it's one of those parties she was talking about it doesn't sound exactly like that but one of the neighbors was saying yeah we had a shooting down the street like i don't know what's wrong with this neighborhood and i'm thinking it's probably like a gangy thing and maybe entertainers like tupac and stuff like that like they that the gang entertainment nexus may be strong in other cultures as well
1: i think it probably is strong in most cultures
0: but I'm just saying, like, when you see that article, yeah. like, you're not thinking this is a gangland slaying. You're yeah. like, what the heck? Some guy went crazy and killed a bunch of random people again. Yeah. I feel like every day, the goal is every day to have a headline.
1: About gun. There's actually. been a lot of gun headlines. I noticed that. It was just yeah. like, you can't like even whatever. keep up with them. Yeah. Which I think is the object of that, is to keep confusion high.
0: Oh, I wanted to say... I was on a li- the Lions of Liberty podcast. It was posted. I'm super excited about that. It was like a real honor.
1: That's awesome.
0: I know. I'm so excited. So, and I also want to say I'm close to 10,000 followers on Twitter, wow. and I I cannot ask for a blue check mark because they will look at my tweets and then deplatform yeah.
1: me. They'll send so the, the only. After you.
0: But I feel like it will be equally validating if I could hit that 10,000 mark. So I can't imagine anyone who listens to me now and is on Twitter hasn't followed me. But what the heck? Follow me on Twitter at Monica Perez Show.
1: And we will talk to you guys tomorrow. You can find your drive time news blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com. We're your favorite podcasting platform with a Propaganda Report podcast feed. See y'all later.